in the problem of crystal contemplates the daily crystal at one chapter edition and today's one chapter is second kings chapter 6 and as you listen to the word of prayer almighty king of kings and thank you for this wonderful day thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of protection and thank you for the gift of provision father all the things that you have done in our lives father we are grateful and to ask that may you please forgive us where we have gone wrong in our thoughts in our actions in what you have done and what you have failed to do may you continue protecting us and be with us oh lord and as we pray prepare to listen to this one chapter father may let us pick out at least something new that may build your kingdom we pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and let of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen and let's go on to second kings chapter 6 and accept floods the company of the prophet said to elisha look the place where we meet with you is too small for us let us go to the jordan where each of us can get a pole and let us build there a place for us to meet and he said go then one of them said won't you come with your servants i will elisha replied and he went with them They went to the Jordan and began to cut down trees. As one of them was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. Oh no, my lord, he cried. It was borrowed. The man of God asked, where did it fall? When he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick and threw it there and made the iron float. Lift it up, he said. The man reached out his hand and took it. Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers he said, "I will set up my camp in such a place and such a place." The man of God said, "What do the king of Israel? Beware of passing that place because the Armenians are going down there." So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time Elisha warned the king so that he was on guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, "Tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel." "None of us, the Lord, my lord the king," said one of his officers. But Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words you speak in your bedroom. "Go find out where he is," the king ordered, "so I can send men and capture him." The report came back he's in Dothan then he said send horses and chariots and a strong force they went by night and surrounded the city when the servant of the man of god got up and went out early the next morning an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city oh no my lord what shall we do the servant asked don't be afraid the prophet answered those who are with us are more than those who are with them and elisha prayed open his eyes lord so that he may see then the lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of chariots of fire all around elisha as the enemy came towards him elisha prayed to the lord strike this army with blindness so he struck them with blindness as elisha had asked elisha told them this is not the road and this is not the city follow me and i will lead you to the man you're looking for and he led them to samaria after they entered the city elisha said lord open the eyes of this man so that they can see then the lord opened their eyes and they looked and there they were inside samaria when the king of israel saw them he asked elisha shall i kill them 
my father, shall I kill them? Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill those you have captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them and after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master. So the brands from Aram stopped raiding Israel and its territories. Sometime later, Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, mobilized his entire army to go and marched up and laid siege to Samaria. He was, there was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 shekels of silver and a quarter of a cab of seed pots for five shekels. As soon as the king of Israel was passing by the wall, a woman cried to him, Help me, my lord, the king. The king replied, If the Lord does not help you, where can I get help for you? From the threshing floor? From the wine press? Then he asked, What is the matter? She answered, This woman said to me, Give me your son so we may eat him alive today, and tomorrow you will eat my son. So we cooked my son and ate him. The next day I said, Give up your son so that you may eat him, but she had hidden him. When the king heard the woman's words, he tore his robes. As he went along the wall, the people saw that under his robes he had a sackcloth on his body. He said, May God deal with me, be it so severely, if the head of Elisha's son of Shaphat remains on his shoulders today. Now Elisha was sitting in the corner of the house, and the elders were sitting with him. The king sent a message ahead of him, but before he arrived, Elisha said to the elders, Don't you see how this murderer is sending someone to cut off my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold it tight against him. It's not the sound of the master's footsteps behind him. While he was still talking, the messenger came down to him. The king said, This disaster is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? And this is where our wonder chapter for today ends. It's another beautiful wonder chapter. And let's go straight. What message do I pick from it? The first message that gets me comes from verse 6. And what does verse 6 say? Amen? Verse 6 says, The man of God asks, Where did it fall? When he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick and threw it there and made the iron float. Amen? So now this thing just makes me jiggle jiggle. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry for that. But this is a man of God asking that servant. Amen? Where did it fall? That was the question. Where did it fall? He's asking where the axe fell. Amen? This man was crying. Oh my Lord, I have borrowed this axe head and now it has fallen. But Elisha just asked him one thing. Where did it fall? And that just relates to us as Christians in that so many times. Amen? We are going through so many things, but instead of telling the Lord where our problems are, but by the way, FYI, he knows, but he wants you to say, he wants you, what do you want? Instead of telling him we are so busy that we can't hear the Lord, amen? Asking us, where, 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 what do you want? What can I do for you? We are so much in pain and we are so much in suffering that we can't even tell but the Lord is telling us today, 
telling you and I that pinpoint the location. Don't beat around the bush when you have gone to pray. Don't go blah blah A B C D. Tell the Lord your problem. Tell him what you want, and surely he will give it to you. Amen. As this man was crying, Elisha just said, Yo, where is it? Where did he fall? He didn't even have time to listen to his cries. He didn't have time. He just asked, show me where the axe fell. And when he go to verse 7, lift it out, he said. Then the man reached out and took it. That means if you show the Lord where your problem is, he will solve it. If you show the Lord what is missing in your life, he will show you where it is and he will ask you to lift it up. The Lord can retrieve whatever you have lost. That's the story that I want us to pick today. The Lord can retrieve what you want. Anything that you have lost. And that's the moral of today's story. That there's nothing that you will lose forever. Whatever you lose and then you go to the Lord, he will replace. No matter how impossible it looks. When you go to verse 16, what does 16 say? 16 says, don't be afraid the prophet answered those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Amen. So many times when we are in difficult situations, we feel so small, we feel so numbered, we feel that our problems are so big, you know. But this is the Lord telling us today that my friend, come on, don't feel like that. Amen. Your problem is not bigger than, than the Lord. Never. It can never be. Not even once. Not even, I don't know. It can never be. So do not be afraid. No matter what you're going through, do not be afraid. Because the Lord has you. The Lord has something planned for you. The Lord will see you through that. And when we continue... To verse 17, he says, And Elisha prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Amen. There are so, so many things. Amen. There are so, so many. I don't even know how to say it. We are just so blinded. Amen. We are just so, so blinded that we can't see what is around us. And how do we, if you want your eyes to be opened, how do you open it? It's by praying. Amen. By praying. Prayer. And that's the only way. And only and only way by praying, and that's how you are going to achieve to open your eyes to be able to see what's around you, to be able to see and feel the presence of the Lord around you. And lastly, when I go to go to 33. While he was still talking to them, the messenger came down to him. The king said, This disaster is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Amen. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? These people could no longer bear. Amen. These people could no longer, how can I say? They were no longer strong enough. They were no longer patient. They felt like they had gone through, you know, 
a lot. But the Bible is telling us that we should not be like them. The Lord is seeing what you are going through. This is what we are going through famine. The Lord is seeing the financial famine you are going through. The Lord is seeing the academic famine you are going through. The Lord is seeing the social famine you are going through. But he's saying, wait, trust the prophet. Process, I mean. Are you going to trust the process or are you just going to run around, you know? Have you had enough already? I want you to get some time. Read 2 Kings chapter 6. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithalan.yahoo.com. Send us a direct message on Twitter or Instagram at dailygracewithalan. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. God, much loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us, Father. While we have gone wrong in our thoughts and our actions, Father, I pray that may you forgive us. So then your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and be with us in every possible way, Father. May you send in your holy angels to come and protect us and be there with us and continue protecting us and showing us your path. We pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name. Not of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. <music>